Blog Talk Radio. For knowledge in the information age, high frequency radio network. This is how I think, blowed out of my mind. Someone like committing a crime, get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self made hustler, top of the line.
radio network on the planet. High frequency radio network. Sync up.
Hey, man. Huh? Stop with all that aggressive shit, man. I got you. Not this one. Yeah. Yeah. Greetings and salutations, man. Yeah. Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women wanna drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline, past tense So here's a hit to raise my lifetime average They perpetrating cause the nighttime's lavish Sipping white wine for that high life status Limelight crashes I just write rhymes, fine lines, smashes From when flight time happened, I'm Jimmy Jammin' St. Paul, Minneapolis, I'll set a standard Second chance, the resurrection of Ed O'Bannon Eat you alive like Jonah and the whale Walk the road to success for the holiest of grails But for once in my life, I ain't rolling by myself Riding with animals like Noah when he sails Locally minded, into globally grinding What's up, man? Yeah. Matter said I can't be on that, on that heart. Come on. And it just so happened I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait. That's not just what we happening. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing But these days chicks actressing Just for a touch to the fame To make associations to your name Backup man When did I become your backup plan? Come on Hands up like a stick up You really need to find another victim Of what you think a goon would be If he drank his espresso Spitting fire holding down his metro Say my name ain't it here it echo Commonly referred to as special Watch me do my thing Wipe my ass with the game Grab a hold of your soul and never let go Music is what's supposed to keep people inspired Keep them seeing this invisible beauty of the mind and spirit Spirit, that's what music is for It didn't originate on this planet, it came from somewhere else Gifts, they give gifts, gifts to this planet The music can do things for you All the way into the world of myth And then you got it made Because you stepped into the realm of impossibility And what this planet needs at this point Is or something impossible to have To show a better way like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, that speaker of truth, L, speaker of truth, L, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to the one spot when we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt so we always correctly applying that correct information I want to start off by saying all praises honors and thanks due to the creator as well as the ancestors for with them we definitely would not be here. I want to say peace, 
Big up, salute. What up? Shout out to my big brother, Uncle Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network creator. He is the extraordinaire. Unordinarily, one of the coolest brothers I've ever met, big brother Uncle Yusuf L. It's becoming a mouthful. I want y'all, I would like to invite y'all to check out Welcome to the Foundation.com. Just like it sounds, you can sign up for the email list, which is getting thick. You can check out the PDF section. We still got, you know, all the free, the free dances just popping over there. You should go check them out. You can find all of the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can book a book a donation I'm sorry you can book a consultation as well as make a donation all from the same spot welcome to the foundation.com I'm sorry I'm distracted I'm trying to find this last current event but I'm going to move forward and say to all the listeners peace to all the live listeners as well as the live callers the internet listeners big shout out to the archive listeners and the podcast listeners all those checking it out through MP3s, I don't know how you're doing it. But if you're checking out the show, if you're checking out the show, I definitely want to say peace to you. I want to say peace to all the trustees in trustee training. Salute to y'all, as well as all of those of y'all investing in their private education. I also want to say peace to anyone that we've done business with in the private Anyone who sent an email, well wishes, a current event, or otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to y'all, man. What's up, what's up? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I trust y'all had a great week, you know what I mean? Everything is, you know, sensational. Luxuriously sensational. If not, man, you know, just just do our dance and work to make, you know, next week. Luxuriously sensational Let me jump into these current events Let's get into this non-resident aliens man Look I know I know I typically I typically don't talk about this stuff You know Um, Right I typically typically don't talk about this stuff It is what it is though You know what I'm saying But non-resident aliens man What is this man Got a lot of weird stuff Weird stuff going back and forth, so we're gonna jump into this. Let's jump into these current events first, though, and make this happen. Chill out with that a little bit, you know. Where we gonna start? Where should we start? <clears throat> okay, yeah, let's start here. Bloomberg, Bloomberg.com, U.S. economy in modest start to the fourth quarter. As consumers tepid. U.S. economy registered a modest start to the fourth quarter as consumers restrained their spending while demand for business equipment unexpectedly jumped, likely providing enough fuel to keep the record long expansion chugging along. Look. And I'm just gonna let y'all know, man. You know, I did come come the end of the year, businesses are looking to make expenses to boost their taxable, <clears throat> excuse me, taxable 
you know, position, exposure, what have you. And, um, you know, so a lot of times towards the end of the year, end of the fiscal year, especially if the end of the fiscal year for the corporation is December, they're going to be looking to, you know, purchase a bunch of business equipment. That's what happens towards the end of the year. This doesn't surprise me. And this, this is weird to me that they would offset restrained consumer spending with business equipment and said unexpectedly jump. I could be wrong though, you know. I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You know, I'll be wrong. <clears throat> but I, you know, hey, I, I don't know. Purchases with, I'm sorry, purchases, which account for about two thirds of the economy, rose one percent from the prior month after adjusting for inflation. While they exceeded. That exceeded the analysts' projections for no change. It was the weakest gain since February and reflected drop in auto demand. Inflation-adjusted disposable income fell 3%, the most since 2015, though that was due to declines in interest and farm income, while wages and salaries posted a solid increase. Don't worry about it. It was just that over there. Don't worry about it. The figures indicate a more tempered pace of household spending heading into the key holiday shopping day known as Black Friday. Consumers have been fueling growth at a time when companies have been slowing investment. Global economies remain feeble and trade policy adds to the uncertainty. They call it a key holiday. And if y'all don't know, man, if y'all don't know, uh, Black Friday, that just means, you know, they're trying to get their numbers. Corporations, they're either in the red or they're in the black. They're in the black. Either you're in the red or in the black, which means the red, you're not. You're actually losing money. As a corporation overall for the year, you've lost money. And as a retail sales corporation, that's not what's up. So Black Friday is, you know, a lot of inventory goes out on Black Friday. A lot of consumer electronics, consumer goods, consumer inventory. And it, typically this season, this holiday shopping season, uh, number one, it's um, initiated on purpose. It's strategically at this point of the year where they call it Black Friday. And number two, it typically you know puts re- pushes retail sales of companies in their books into the black before the end of the year and out of the red just so y'all know um overall we're still seeing the consumer in pretty good shape this is sarah house senior economist at wells fargo and company this was citing gains in wages and salaries in addition she went on to say we saw some glimmers of stabilization in the manufacturing sector Inflation remains subdued, giving Federal Reserve policymakers room to ease policy again, though they've indicated they're on hold after three straight interest rate cuts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move forward, man. You know, it is what it is. Bloomberg again, Trump signs Hong Kong bill that will strain relations with China. Man, this just goes, and I got this mentor. He's an ex-Army Intelligence. Um. My man told me this stuff ain't this trade deal ain't happening. I ain't really believe him. I'm starting to believe him. Donald Trump signed a bill into law that expresses U.S. support for Hong Kong protesters, a move that will strain relations with China and further complicate the president's effort to wind down his trade war with Beijing. Trump signed the measure today. 
The White House said in a statement, even so, he signaled concerns with unspecified portions of the new law, saying they risk interfering with his constitutional authority to carry out American foreign policy. The legislation in support of the protesters requires annual reviews of Hong Kong's special trade status under American law and sanctions against any officials deemed responsible for human rights abuses or undermining the city's autonomy. Quote, I signed these bills out of respect for President Xi, China, and the people of Hong Kong, the president said in a statement today. Went on to say, quote, they are being enacted in the hope that leaders and representatives of China and Hong Kong will be able to amicably settle the differences leading to long-term peace and prosperity for all. Asked if Trump's signing statement was aimed at the sanctions, provisions, a senior administration said the statement was, draft, was drafted with all of the bill's provisions in mind. Senator Marco Rubio, Florida Republican, said the law would give the U.S. meaningful tools to deter further influence and interference from Beijing into Hong Kong's internal affairs. Yo, man, y'all see anything wrong with this? This this stuff is crazy. In an overwhelming display of bipartisan unity, Congress passed uh, the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act. Uh, and I applaud President Trump for signing this critical legislation into law, Rubio said in a statement. Uh, while many of Congress and both parties had voiced strong support for the protesters, Trump stayed largely silent. China's foreign ministry had urged Trump to prevent the legislation from becoming law, warning the Americans not to underest- underestimate China's determination to defend its, quote, sovereignty, security, and development interests, end quote. Quote, if the U.S. insists on going down this wrong path, China will take strong countermeasures. This is ministry spokesperson Zheng Shuang. This is in a briefing Thursday, so this is last Thursday in Beijing. Chinese Vice Foreign Minister Zheng mm, Zheguang summoned the U.S. Ambassador Terry Branstad on Monday to express strong opposition to what the country's government considers American interference in the protest, including the legislation according to the statement. The new, the new law comes just as Washington, man, we out of here. Bottom line, mm, not so good, not so good. Reuters, top U.S. retailers absorb tariff pressure ahead of holiday shopping season. Pay attention, y'all, man. Look, I'm not even, I mean, it's, look, prices for electronics sold online at top U.S. retailers were up Slightly heading into the critical U.S. shopping season. Y'all know why it's critical now. I just explained it. But sites including Walmart and Amazon have held prices steady for many other popular holiday products despite the pressure from tariffs on Chinese imports. The analysis is based on a pricing study conducted for Reuters by retail analytics firm Profitero which examined online prices from seven large retailers for 21,000 products. The firm compared products prices during October and November last year and those this year in key holiday categories, including appliances, electronics, toys, and video games across Walmart, Walmart-owned Jet.com, Amazon, Target, Best Buy, GameStop, and Staples. On average, the prices the retailers charged for electronics were 2.3% higher than the year period. Well, across all the categories, prices 
were nine, uh, 0.9% higher. And Key, I'm sorry, said Keith Anderson, Senior Vice President for Strategy Insights at Profitero. Okay, so that's 9% higher. That's lower than the average rate of inflation during the same period, which stood at 2.4% in 2018. In categories such as toys, we don't care. Walmart and Target did not comment. Okay. America's trade war with China threatens to push up product prices, which could hurt consumer spending this holiday season, a period, a period which makes up nearly 40% of annual revenue for many retailers. So they make almost half of their annual revenue in about a month at the end of the year, y'all, because they got this Christmas season. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? They make almost half of their annual revenue from the day after Thanksgiving to like Christmas Day. Wow. Wow. The two countries are currently struggling to strike a preliminary trade deal. About $539 billion worth of goods came into the United States from China in 2018, making the country the largest supplier of imported goods. The U.S. Trade Representative said U.S. President Donald Trump has imposed tariffs and threatened more as leverage in trade negotiations with Beijing. But while tariffs have driven up costs of goods for many retailers, at least the large firms have so far refrained from passing the cost pressure to shoppers, according to with researchers, consultants, and retail companies. EBIT uh, margins for all retailers, excluding Walmart, have been declining since October 2018. And at 6.7% are their lowest since 2010, according to an, an analysis by Oxford Economics. Right now, nobody wants to be grinchy and steal Christmas, so they are passing on as little as possible. This is Jeff Unzi, president at B- Border X Lab, an e-commerce platform which connects American retailers with Chinese consumers, and it tracks pricing changes in both markets. On so September 1st, the United States, blah, 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 we know that, imposed tariffs. In analysis, Walmart's products were only um, 4% more expensive compared to a year on a sample of over 6,000 popular holiday products. Amazon was 6% pricier on 9,200 products and a sampling of 1,200 items sold online by Target were only 9% were 9% less expensive than during the earlier period. By contrast, chains such as Staples were over 4.7% more expensive and the goods sold at Best Buy were priced at 1.1% more. So, I mean... You know, if, if consumer is the consumer is ebbing, they don't want to put any more shocks in the system. This is my opinion as far as consumer spending, because right now the consumer is, is propping up the economy. It would be better if the millennials were buying more houses, but they're not. And, you know, so some people are upset about that in the economy, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I, hey, me personally, man, hey, the stuff ain't doing too well. So, you know, I might, I probably wouldn't buy a house right now unless it was, you know, a business move and the, had the proper spread. Moving forward, though. Reuters. Stocks near record highs on trade hopes. <laughs> Man, on hopes. Yo, you know the stuff is weird when hopes is fueling <laughs> the stock market. Man, they put it in there. Man, they put it in the news. Y'all can go find this. It's on Reuters. R-E-U-T-E-R-S, man. Stocks near record highs on trade hopes. Dollar gains. U.S. dollar rose 
and a gauge of global equities pushed closer to an all-time high today after a batch of U.S. economic data brightened the economic outlook and investors remain bullish on prospects for U.S.-China trade accord. That's all I'm going to read, man. <laughs> I thought the headline was funny. Stocks near record highs on trade hopes. Oh, man. I'm hopeful, too, y'all. CNBC stocks could see a pullback before riding higher into the year end. Strategists say, oh, chances are a good stock market could hit a few bumps as December gets underway, but any pullback should be slight, setting up for a year-end Santa rally, strategists say. So if there's a pullback, don't worry about it. There's going to be a rally after that. You believe that? Oh, I don't. Gold edges off two week lows as China-U.S. trade caution lingers. Oh, it's China. It's, it's U.S.-China. That's why. CNBC. Gold prices edged higher from a two-week low earlier on Tuesday as equities retreated from multi-year highs with investors awaiting more details on the imminent trade agreement between the United States and China. 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 I watched this video where they like somebody put together all the times. Donald Trump said China. And I was rolling within like 20 seconds. U.S.-China tensions could lead to a conflict worst than First World War. Henry Kissinger warns. Henry Kissinger left unchecked. The brewing rivalry, rivalry, rivalry between China and the United States could spark a conflict more devastating than the First World War from former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has cost, cautioned. The veteran diplomat and controversial geopolitical thinker told attendees at the New Economy Forum organized by Bloomberg Media, this is Bloomberg, that tensions between Washington and Beijing could be resolved if both sides try to overcome their differences. It is far from being too late for that because we are still in the foothills of the Cold War, he said during the conference. He warned, however, that de-escalation between the world's two largest economies was essential in order to avoid disaster. If conflict is permitted to run unconstrained, the outcome could be even worse than it was in Europe. World War I broke out because a relatively minor crisis could not be mastered. The former diplomat said that he hoped that ongoing trade negotiations between the United States and China would facilitate broader cooperation. The trade talks are, he said, quote, a small beginning to a political discussion. World War. Man, I had a homie who said he went to school with this guy who thought it, he, I mean, and I was dying when he told me. And reading that World War, and I don't want to detract away from the news, man, because Henry Kissinger, he ain't no joke. Y'all should look him up. But, and I ain't, you know, I ain't on his team. I just know who he is. You got to know, know who's playing on the field, man. You know what I mean? But, uh, man, he had this guy he went to school with who, who, who swore to God up and down, even to the teacher. They thought they were playing a joke on him, that it was War, War One and War, War Two, Not World War One and World War Two. that it was War, War, like the word war twice. I was dying. My bad. Business insider Dutch Bank says robots are already replacing workers as it ramps up a plan to axe. 18,000 jobs. 
Deutsche Bank is using ro- robots to replace some, man, what's up? 18,000 staff it plans to cut, according to Financial News. Market Matthews, head of operation at Deutsche Corporate and Investment Bank, told Financial News that machine learning algorithms, quote, massively increase productivity and redistribute capacity. Mm-hmm. The London-based news organization said that Deutsche is pushing to, quote, automate large parts of its back office, end quote, via a new strategy called Operations 4.0. As part of its $6.6 billion savings initiative over the next three years, Deutsche Bank is having a torrid year in July. It announced that it will cut 18,000 jobs over the next three years, as well as dropping its equity sales and trading unit. In its October earnings report, the bank posted a 350 million euro in severance and transformation-related charges, while net revenues fell 15%. Wow. Matthews told Financial News that the machine learning tools helped to save 680,000 hours of manual work and that it has so far used bots to process 5 million transactions in its corporate bank and performed $3.4 million worth of checks within the investment bank. In what insiders called a surprising move, the bank this summer said it will keep the bulk of its equity research department despite eliminating the bulk of stock sales and trading division. Blah, blah. 18000 And then guess what? You're going to go to the bank, it's going to be a problem because the internet's out and where's your money? You ain't got no gold. More than 1 million T-Mobile customers exposed by a breach. Y'all need to get on this. T-Mobile has confirmed a daily breach affecting more than a million of its customers whose personal data was exposed to a malicious actor. The company alerted the affected customers but did not provide many details in its official account of the hack. Y'all got T-Mobile? Hopefully, you know, you got T-Mobile in, in, a, in a corporate name, you know, in a company account, or maybe a trust. Bloomberg bold bets that gold could triple to $4,000 trade in New York. Check this out. The gold options market saw $1.75 million in block trades, betting the precious metal could almost triple in more than a year, surpassing the record. Around noon in New York today, 5,000 lots of a gold option giving the holder the right to buy. The precious metal at $4,000 an ounce in June 2021 changed hands. The bets were sold at $3.50 an ounce. So somebody paid $3.50 for 5,000 lots. I mean, $3.50 an ounce for 5,000 lots of gold that they want to pay $4,000 for in the future. So basically, today I'm going to pay $3.50 and then... In 2021 of June, I want to buy an ounce of gold for you from you for four thousand dollars, regardless of how much it, it it costs at the time. This is what's going on. It's like an 18 month term life insurance. What will the world look like if gold is at four thousand dollars? This is Ty Wong, the head of metals derivatives trading at BMO Capital Markets. They are hoping for a quick violent move. This is what he said, referring to the people who bought the call options. Gold futures climbed to a record. $1,923.70 an ounce in 2011 as the Federal Reserve bought more than $2 trillion of debt to stimulate the U.S. economy while, while bullion has rallied 
14% this year. The precious metal is still 24% below the current all-time high. Mm. I mean, it's just being reported. I don't know if it's true. Where are we going from here? Let's do this dance. There's one more. There's one more. U.S. Consumer Confidence Ebbing Housing Market Firming. These are on Reuters. U.S. Consumer Confidence fell for a fourth straight month in November amid worries about current business conditions and employment prospects, but remained at levels sufficient to support a steady pace of consumer spending. Mm, so don't worry about it. I'm surprised they didn't throw in the trade wars. I'm very surprised. Oh, I mean, trade wars. Another report Tuesday showed an unexpected drop in new home sales in new home sales last month, but data for September was revised higher. <laughs> Man, they'd be revising this stuff. Oh yeah, by the way, remember that stuff I gave you? Remember the numbers I gave you last month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna revise those real quick. Don't worry. It's cool. You know, I was just playing. I was just playing. All right, that's current events, y'all. I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? Y'all feeling good? I'm feeling good. Welcome to the foundation. Happy to be here. I did want to jump into this, though, man, real quick. Oh, man, I came across this. Y'all know I be studying, right? And I'm saying, man, like, this gold thing, this, this, this whole little, you know, um... There's a reset, some sort of economic reset about to hit. So, you know, with that being said, a lot of, you know, big wigs, you know, a lot of those people who've been who've been around the market since like the 80s and the 70s and stuff. And they've seen they've seen a lot. You know, they've been through the storm. A lot of them are saying that, you know, the currency is going to be revalued. There might be a monetary reset, but at the very least, the currency is going to be revalued. People around me are saying the same thing. You know, you know, I don't know, man. I haven't been around in the markets for more than like, you know, 10 years. So I haven't seen enough to be like, yeah, here comes a revaluation. I've never seen a revaluation in the country where I'm at. But, you know, I'm poking around. I'll be poking around. I'll be looking at stuff, man. You know, I'll be looking around. And I saw this, and I, you know, I know that this is very, very, very important. Um, so I'm gonna share it with y'all, you know. So, and I did some, I did some research. Um, um, first and foremost, negative interest rates. Let's talk about that. Negative interest rates really is what's gonna stimulate uh, the economy. If um, you have money in the bank, it's gonna charge you every month. To have that money in the bank, whether it's 1% or 2% or something like that, there's going to be some sort of fee. Right now, I think negative interest rate are pretty much here because you don't have that, uh, what is that, that monthly maintenance fee is what they charge on these accounts. But, you know, they're going to come right out and say it. Like, y'all, you know, we charge you these fees to, you know, have cash in your bank account. And that's what it's going to boil down to. And negative interest rates is really going to stimulate the economy or they want to stimulate the economy. They want you to spend dollars because we're, we're, this is a consumer based economy, whether you understand it or not. So they want, you know, the consumers to spend dollars, you know, so having it in a bank account or a checking account or a saving account is going to negatively affect your, 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 your holdings. So that's going to, you know, incentivize you to move that money around, to get it out of there, to spend it, to, you know, purchase things, so on and so forth. And, you know, a lot of people talking about, 
that this stuff may come come here. And y'all know I, I like to peruse the International Monetary Fund's website and see what they're doing. I found this, man, from April of this year, IMF working paper. And y'all can check this out. Uh, it's, it's WP1984. That's how they got it labeled in here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me see. Yeah, WP forward slash 19 forward slash 84. And it's called Enabling Deep Negative Rates to Fight Recessions. And this is a guide. And this is, they put this out in April. Just found this. Um, and this, to me, you know, is very, very significant. But, you know, just check this out. This is just the abstract. I ain't going to read this whole thing. It's like 84 pages. And I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even do that to y'all. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the abstract. The experience of the Great Recession and its aftermath revealed that a lower bound on interest rates can be a serious obstacle for fighting recessions. So the lower bound or boundary. So basically zero. Um, You can't go below zero with interest rates. Other countries are doing it. You know, the United States is not really blah, blah, blah. So when they say the lower bound, the lower bound boundary would be the zero. You know, you can't go below zero with interest rates. You can't drop them below zero. But they're saying that that, um, uh, that boundary, not being able to go below zero with interest rates, is a serious obstacle for fighting or can be a serious obstacle for fighting recessions. However, the zero lower bound or boundary is not a law of nature. It is a policy choice. The central message of this paper is that with readily available tools, a central bank can enable deep negative rates whenever needed, thus maintaining the power of monetary policy in the future to end recessions within a short time. This paper demonstrates that a subset of these tools can have a big effect in enabling deep negative rates with administratively small actions on the part of the central bank. Okay. To that end, we, one, survey approaches to enable deep negative rates discussed in the literature and present new approaches, and two, I'm sorry, two, establish how a subset of these approaches allows enabling negative rates while remaining at a minimum distance from the current paper currency policy and minimizing the political costs. So it won't get political um, they're trying to lessen the rate of them instigating or instituting negative rates on our on savings accounts and checking accounts at these banks and not have it spill over and us get upset with the politicians. OK, and they're talking about um, enabling uh, uh, them to remain at a minimum distance from the current pa- current paper currency policy. So they're they're trying to keep the IMF away from looking to the public as though they have control over the current paper currency policy. Man, this thing is cold. Man. Minimizing the political costs. (laughs) Three, discuss why standard transmission mechanisms from interest rates to aggregate demand are likely to remain unchanged in deep negative rate territory. And four, present present communication tools that central banks can use both now and in the event to facilitate broader political acceptance of negative interest rate policy at the onset of the next C 
serious recession. So the International Monetary Fund is getting is talking talking about getting ready for the onset of the next recession. It's something we need to pay attention to. It's also something they need to pay attention to. They're trying to stay away from looking like they're involved in paper currency policy as well as minimize political costs as to the implementation of these policies of negative interest rates. Got me feeling a certain way, but to the point, I'm I'm messing around, come across this safe deposit box agreement from Key Bank. Um, this is from August 8th, 2019. It's this year, right? So um, this was a letter that they sent to all safety deposit box owners or holders, all of them, trust, individuals, corporate, don't matter. Now, before I get into this, Key um They sent the letter on June 3rd, 2019 to all the, you know, um, holders of the boxes. Um, They published the new um, policy in the safe deposit box agreement um, effective August 8th, 2019. All right. So a couple months later, they put it, they published it, but they sent this to the box owners. They gave them time to get, get rid of their box. Um, Now, Key Bank, maybe you've never heard of them, but. They have $138 billion in assets, so it's not a small bank. They have over 11 branches in 15 states, and they employ over 18,000 people. They employ the same exact number of people that um, Deutsche Bank's going to lay off. No pun intended. So bottom line, what is, what is this with the safe deposit boxes? Why do I think this is important? And... Um, why am I talking about this? I think this is important because um, they're going to be testing in smaller banks and rolling stuff out, maybe doing tests. Like uh, if you've ever known like these companies that sell food, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, if they're going to change their fries, they'll do tests, market tests of different segments of the market um, of their customers, as well in different areas and regions of the country where they're looking to sell these to determine whether or not they're going to go forward with, you know, this specific recipe or this new product or whatever. So, you know, this is, I went to school for international business sales and marketing. So I recognize these uh, procedures and I understand how this stuff is done. So what they do is they test it out, see what happens. And they don't get too much of a pushback. They're going to roll it out over the country. And this is what's coming y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. So key bank, let's talk about the liability under section two. Um, Article 2 of the, the agreement, liability, you acknowledge that the contents of the box are not insured by Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. In addition, the bank is not an insurer of the contents. If you want insurance for the contents of the box, it shall be your sole responsibility. Biggest thing right here. Furthermore, you agree and represent that the aggregate value contents in this box will not exceed $25,000. So basically, they're saying if you got anything more than $25,000 in there and it comes up missing, oops. Okay? So they, they, they are establishing their liability for these safety deposit boxes, and they're establishing a specific amount. And I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to this. Um, $25,000 at any time, notwithstanding any provision to the contrary, in no circumstances. Will Key Bank be liable for any loss in excess of $25,000? All right. So I went further and under 11, Article 11 in this agreement, um, you acknowledge that we have no knowledge of the contents of the box or boxes. All right. You agree. 
not to store in your box flammable, explosive, toxic, narcotic substances or substances or weapons or anything which may become a nuisance to the bank or to any other box owner and other items prohibited for stores law. Makes sense. Okay, I'm cool with that. Then you can keep going. You also agree not to store gold bullion or non-collectible domestic or foreign currency in your box. I'm going to read that again. You also agree not to store gold bullion or non-collectible domestic or foreign currency in your box. The bank will not be liable for any loss, damage, theft, or other casualty of gold bullion or non-collectible domestic or foreign currency for any reason. Now, to me, that looks like some preparatory measures. Um, It also looks like some market research measures. But either way, the market research is to roll this to me and me, and I'm just one dude, and I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm wrong all the time. You know what I'm saying? But my stuff always works sometimes. I'm just playing. But for real, to me, this looks like, you know, they're testing the market to see how much of a pushback they're going to get. And it's it's, it's preparation for some sort of move. Um, I'll let you, you know, be the judge or, you know, determine or, you know, uh, hypothesize on what move that is. But they already they limiting their liability. They letting them know, and they're telling you not to have that in there. And if you do have it in there, and it comes up missing, oopsie daisy. So you know anybody, and I'm not. I hope I'm trusting and hoping that none of y'all have any gold or silver in a safety deposit box with a public institutional bank or something like that. I, you know, I trust you don't. But if you do, man, peep game. And it's not just going to be this one bank. Please believe me, and I bet you, Key Bank really deals with a certain type of clientele, you know, in certain zip codes and stuff. And those are the clientele that these banks are really worried about in all seriousness. So, um, what are we talking about? What are we doing the dance? Oh, yeah, non-resident aliens. <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all, you know, listening to me rant for for so long. These are things that I I see that are very important and we need to know about. You know, what what you do with the information is on you, but I feel like it's it's my job to put the information forward. So, with that being said, I want to jump into this, you know, to this to this episode, you know what I mean? Let's jump into this episode. What what non-resident aliens? Let's get into this non-resident aliens. Got a lot of people who want to talk about these non-resident aliens. I don't, you know, hey, I'm not judging anyone. How could I judge? But if y'all know me, not only do, do I is exquisitely and exceptionally love pancake and toast. In other words, making it hard for these fools to charge for information out here. But I also love to be very specific. So L, seeker of truth, speaker of truth, I like to be very specific. So we've been talking about these these non-resident aliens. I've, I've come to understand and witness that a lot of my people, a lot of people, a lot of my people, in my opinion, humble opinion, 
have a really serious misunderstanding as to what a non-resident alien is, who are non-resident aliens, and the demarcation line between a resident alien or a resident and a non-resident alien. So let's jump into that. But first, I want to ask, you know, rhetorically, is an individual a non-resident alien? Is an individual? Y'all know how I get down. Like, I don't, I don't talk about the discharge aspect of it, whereas I do not in any way, shape, or form dismiss the validity or potential of set off and discharge within the current United States commercial system. Not dismissing it in any way. What I am saying is, hey man, I don't really get down with it. I think it's a lot of liability. If you're willing to get down with it, that's cool. But you gotta understand what's going down. And what I'm jumping off is is that birth certificate, you're authenticating it on the state level, on on the on the federal level, you got the little ribbon on it and stuff. You a holder in due course and all this dance. Bottom line is, fam. You, if you're a holder in due course, that means you're recognized by the public as a holder in due course. In order to be a holder in due course, you must be acting in a specific capacity recognizable by the public, by legislation. And if you are acting in a specific capacity recognizable by legislation, legislation governs that capacity or the entity of which you're acting in capacity of on behalf of hope you follow what I'm saying bottom line is there's a state state of Arizona state of Illinois state of California state of Florida state of Georgia state of Mississippi state of Alabama state of Maryland seal on the top of that birth certificate family Let's just start with this. We're going to start with the individual. I'm going to do that dance. Tap dance all over you fools. I ain't talking about y'all though. I'm talking about y'all. So if it has a state seal on the top of the document that evidences the existence of the individual. You know, they always, what's the birth certificate? We need a birth certificate, social security card. Birth certificate, social security card. Do you have an ID? Okay, we need your social security card. We're going to take a uh, photocopy of your social security card and your ID because we know you used the ID and the birth certificate. I mean, we know you used the birth certificate and the ID to get the... You used the birth certificate and the social security card to get the ID. So we understand that. There's a state seal at the top of that certificate. Not a family seal. Not a private family seal. The Johnsons. The Byron L's. Look, fam. It is an individual. How could an individual be alien to the United States? If a state of Arizona is a part of the United States or within the jurisdiction of the United States, whether it be territorial jurisdiction or whatnot, if this is the case, an individual could never, ever, ever be an alien to the United States. Ever, ever, never. How? How? Tell me how. And I'm not trying to be, you know, 
you know, pejorative. I'm not trying to be dismissive. I'm not trying to, you know, make it sound like I know everything and blah, 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 blah. And you, you should feel a certain way for thinking if you ever thought or ever relieved or anybody ever told you that an individual, you could, you could put in some paperwork and make the individual a non-resident alien. The, the, the all cap name, you can, you can pull it out of the jur. Come on, fam. It was created within that jurisdiction. That's where it was created. That's where it was, quote, born or birthed. Now, whether or not you hold some sort of possessive attitude towards this document, the certificate and, you know, the said number that was issued to the holder of the certificate, due course or not, determines your, your specific capacity to this entity. And even if you have a capacity to an entity, doesn't necessarily mean that you control the law that governs the entity that would be legislation of a state within the United States so I'm going to just say this as far as I'm concerned for informational and educational purposes only not to be construed as legal advice in any way an individual will never be an alien let alone a resident alien non-resident alien doesn't matter a lot of people trying to get that non-resident alien status Could a domestic corporation, you know, oh, I got my estate number. Estate number for what? Estate number for, you know, for the, for the all cap names, the estate number. So the estate for the individual, the estate for, you know, the entity that derives its existence from legislation through a birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. So what you going to do with that estate? I'm going to bring it private. I'm going to make it non-resident alien. All right, fam. Good luck with that, fam. I mean, unless you have some sort of legislative power to modify statutes, not going to happen. Not going to happen. I don't care if it's a corporation. I don't care if it's an estate. I don't care if it's an LLC. I, I would love to see. I would love to be proven wrong because I love to learn. You understand what I'm saying? I love to learn. But through my research, which has been extensive on this particular subject, an individual or an LL, anything that owes its existence to legislation will never be an alien to the legislative body which born it. It's like, you know, your mom not recognizing you. And I guess that's possible if she has Alzheimer's or dementia or something. But beyond that, like for real, man, how would you ever be alien to your mother or your father? Alien, like I don't even know. Like I notice, I notice, little dude. Whether you bad or not, you could be a killer. They, she still know you. You're not alien. Like how could a uh, an individual ever be alien to the state, family? I'm just trying to help y'all out. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know what a non-resident alien is. You know what I'm saying? But but before that, I'm gonna tell you what it ain't, man. It's nothing that comes from the public. If it's got a state seal on it, or some sort of state registration, or something, even the birth certificate got a state seal on it, fam. And then the social security card has the name in exact proportions, capital letters and everything, matching the birth certificate, regardless of the laws of grammar. To me, that says something. Never being alien. Topic number 851, resident and non-resident aliens. This is from IRS.gov. 
Because residents and non-resident aliens are taxed differently, it's important for you to determine your tax status. And that's there it is. Because resident and non-resident aliens are taxed differently. It's always about taxes. I mean, ta- I know, understand. Ta- I understand taxes are burdensome. But we in Mass's house trying to find remedy in his closets and hoping they apply to us, man. Because residents and non-resident aliens are taxed differently, it's important for you to determine your tax status. You you understand what you means? You should look up the the the, the term you, Y-O-U, <laughs> in a legal dictionary. I mean, you should, really should. You're considered, you are considered a non-resident alien for any period that you neither are U.S. citizen nor a resident alien for tax purposes. So it's a resident alien. You're considered a resident alien for a calendar year if you meet the green card test with a substantial presence test for the year. What's the green card test? The green card test, you're considered to have met the green card test and therefore a resident alien if at any time during the calendar year you were a lawful permanent resident of the United States. Y'all know what the United States is. Definition is 3002. And this status has not been revoked or administratively or judicially determined to have been abandoned. Substantial presence tests. You satisfy the substantial presence test and are therefore treated as a resident alien for a calendar year if you have been physically present in the United States, capital U, capital S, on at least 31 days during the current year and 183 days during the three-year period. That includes current year and two years immediately preceding the current year to satisfy the 183-day requirement count. All of the days you were present in the current year, one-third of the days you were present in the first year, one-sixth of the days you were present in the second year. For the purposes of substantial presence test, the United States does not include U.S. possessions and territories or U.S. airspace. The United States includes the following areas, all five zero states, 50, and the District of Columbia, the territorial waters of the United States, and the seabed and subsoil of those submarine areas that are adjacent to U.S. territorial waters and over which the United States has exclusive rights under international law to explore and exploit natural resources. Check this out. Choosing resident alien status. Even if you don't meet the green card test or the substantial presence test, you may be able to choose to be treated as a resident alien for part of a calendar year by making the first year choice. Or if you are a non-resident alien married to a U.S. citizen or a resident alien, you and your spouse may be able to make joint election to treat your resident alien for the entire calendar year. If you are a non-resident alien who is engaged in a trader business in the United States, has any U.S. source income on which the amount of tax withheld didn't fully satisfy the tax due or seeks to claim a refund or a refund on over withheld or overpaid tax, you must file a Form 1040-NR. This is for individuals. But people are looking at that 1041. I understand where we're going. I'm just going to walk. I'm just walking there slowly. It's okay. It's all good. 
For tax purposes, definition of a non-resident alien is a person who is not a U.S. citizen and who does not meet either the green card test or the substantial presence test. Described in IRS publication from 519. So, is a person who is not a U.S. citizen, the individual, that birth certificate will always, always be a U.S. citizen. Now, the person acting in a certain capacity with regards to that U.S. citizen, that's something different and entirely different. And I understand that. But I'm telling you, that birth certificate, it has specific purposes, and it would always, always be a U.S. citizen. Always. Where we at? So, if you follow where I'm going with this, and you might not, because you know, I, you know, I'm a little, you know, what I'm saying. But if you follow where I'm going with this, I'm, I'm describing specifically the difference between a resident alien and a, and a resident. And I'm a resident, and I'm telling y'all, man, that birth certificate is a resident, man. It was created in the look, look. So, okay, so we looking for the non Okay, so who is a non-resident alien? So you got people who are from foreign countries who are not U.S. citizens. Okay, cool. But we're talking about commerce, right? And we know that corporation is a legal person. We know an individual is a legal person. Okay. We also know that a trust is a legal person. So if you follow what I'm saying, which is I'm saying a lot of this stuff, I'm coming from that standpoint of does it or does it not owe its existence to legislation? No. Or yes. If it's an LLC, legislation. The birth certificate, that was the the helping mothers. What was it? Saving mothers. It was something how they got that act, the birth certificate through. But it was an act of Congress, you know, you should look it up. The Helping Helping Mothers and Babies Birth Act or something. I can't remember, man. It was a while ago since I read that. But that was that was legislation which spawned the birth certificate, fam. So it's always gonna be a resident. It's never gonna be a non resident and it'll never be alien. Never be alien. Now, you can, you can you know, debate me whether or not it's going to always be a resident, but it will always, always be domestic. It will never be alien. Now, when we're looking for non-resident alien, right? So, obviously, it's going to be something that does not owe its existence to legislation. Um, we know what that is. And if it's you, we understand United States jurisdiction, so if it does not owe its existence to legislation, such as a contract, then it's you know typically not governed by legislation. Only transactions with entities that owe its existence to legislation, those transactions specifically would be governed by legislation. But the entity itself would not be, and this is a contract. So is, is a contract that does not owe its existence to legislation, is it alien 
Is it alien to the state? Yes. Is it alien to the United States? Yes. Because it does not owe its existence to any legislation, whether it be state or federal. But it is protected by the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, stating, in part, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation to contract. Now, I understand a lot of people don't understand this concept. That's why a lot of these gurus probably don't talk about this. But I don't know why people don't talk about it. I don't know what people do. You know what I'm saying? But if you study, you know, study, study, you will, you know, you may or may not show yourself approved. So if you have a contract that does not owe its existence to legislation, therefore it's not governed by legislation, This contract thus would be alien to the Constitution and it would be alien to any state legislation or federal legislation. Recognized and protected due to its contractual nature, but still foreign, alien to the Constitution. Now, specific jurisdiction within the contract must be, must be. Um, declared evidenced and construed properly so that the residency within the corporate United States is described in contradistinction to the jurisdiction being invoked in the contract and that's you know we get into that in trustee training obviously now, I have no problem describing you what a non-resident alien is. If you have a proper contract, trust, contract, trust, executed with the proper jurisdiction invoked in the contract, it is a non-resident alien. It does not reside within the corporate jurisdiction, and it was not created and is not governed by legislation. Now I just broke that down. I hope that popped a lot of y'all's brains wide open. I hope I really hope it did. And you know, my whole point and you know this educational show called the foundation is to get y'all on point so y'all can ask the right questions so you can expose these frauds and these high level finessers. You can expose them so you can stay away from them. But how could a contract that be um, in existence and does not owe its existence to legislation how could it not be foreign how could it not be alien of course that contract could become resident depending on the jurisdiction or the behavior situs domicile chosen by the trustees that could happen residency couldn't be shown but through proper administration and proper substantiation, you can definitely remain outside of that jurisdiction and preserve that non-resident alien status for that contract trust, for that trust entity. As you stand in the capacity of trustee, you stand not only under an entity that has contractual protections afforded to it by the Constitution, but also you're acting on behalf of a non-resident alien that may or may not put you by way and vicariously through that contract entity into an ill, ill, ill position. I'm just trying to, you know, 
I'm trying to let y'all know. I really am. So hopefully y'all know what alien to the United States means, how to determine what entities, who and how. Now living, breathing, you sitting there in the flesh, alien as well, alien to the United States, but do you reside vicariously through consummated contracts and minimum contacts between you, the living, breathing, and that birth certificate with all those capital letters resembling your given name. I don't know. That's on y'all. But understanding the demarcation lines through jurisdictions is absolutely important and necessary to be able to break down these concepts. But in order to do that, you got to study. Listening to people talk ain't going to really do it. Because all you're going to be able to do is repeat what they said and you might get it, but you can't stand on it because Okay, so where can I go to see that? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. So with that being said, you know what I mean? I mean, y'all my people. You you know y'all my people, right? And I ain't finna jump on here with no razzle-dazzle trying to impress you. I'm gonna jump on here with the truth. If you like it, cool. If you don't, yeah. Hopefully you learn something. I'm just trying to dispel some of this fog and this mist out here with these high-level finessers out here trying to do their ratchet dance. So, contract entity, proper jurisdiction, invoked in the contract, non-resident alien, but it depends heavily on the administration of the trustees. Y'all can email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com if you're interested in getting trustee training. I mean, if I say this in the public, imagine what I say in the private. Blah, blah, blah. Um, admin at foundation.com. It's also, you know, there's Care Bars Dance. You know, they got multiple products. They just signed up with another mine. The gold is cheaper. Um, I feel and believe my mentors, when they say gold is going to reach a price where it's going to be prohibitive for most people, for us. And you're going to want to be with the... With, respectable company, reputable company that you can, you know, um, trust that you're going to get your product delivered. And from the standpoint of privacy, they don't ask for a social security number. They don't report to the internal revenue service. Um, U.S. citizens are required to self-report, but if you're not a U.S. citizen or you're operating through an entity that is not a U.S. citizen, blah, blah, blah. blah. But substantiation is key. You can say something, but can you stand on it? proper documentation and administration and that's what we teach and learn in trustee training so admin at welcome to the foundation.com and also if you're interested in signing up for carrot bars you don't have to do anything you you know you don't have to turn around and like have other people sign up i mean that's an option you can be an affiliate but you can just sign up as a customer email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com i'll send you a link you can sign up um i think you need a link still to sign up it's by invite only and um, I've used them for years. You know, every time I ordered it, you know, they hold it. I have them hold it because, you know, you buy a gram at a time, a gram of gold, and it's $20 to ship. So, I, you know, I usually get, I buy like seven grams, eight grams or something. And when I get to eight grams or something, I have them ship all that versus shipping every gram for $20. It don't make no sense. But you can do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But I've done it many times. I've been dealing with them for many years. And I get the gold. I brought it in. I've had it tested. You know, but now that they have this new contract with the mine, it makes more sense, you know, telling y'all about it because um, the other 
the other stuff they have with that other mind, it was just too expensive, man. I ain't finna do y'all like that, man. But this, you know, this is more, it, it makes more sense what's going on right now. But, you know, I, I got this video I'll send y'all. I'll send you a link to sign up. So it's very inf- informative. And then I'll walk you through it if you need me to. But admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Um, I do make some, you know, commissions or points or whatever that add up to commissions if you buy. You sign up under me and buy. Um, but to me, that's not really what it's about. It's really about y'all getting your hands on some gold that's affordable. And, you know, you know, $50 uh, for about a gram right now and $20 right now for an ounce of silver. So, you know, if you can get um, an ounce of silver every every month and a gram of gold every month. So it'd be about 70 bucks. And I know that, you know, might be prohibitive for somebody, but at, at least get it, you know, go grab an ounce of silver. I would say American Eagles, the only coins designated numismatic by Congress. But that is what it is. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Book a consultation, trustee training, um, passport, no social, DVD. Uh, Tehran still got a couple people, um, a couple spots available in this um, uh, this walkthrough. He's walking people through how to clean their credit and he's telling them everything. And um, he's trying to do that. He's helped walking them through before the end of the year. So next year, 2020. You got to you start off with, you know, some some great credit, possibly some funding to start your business and stuff. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you're interested in that. And uh, I mean, that's about it, man. We're coming up to the end of the broadcast. I know it was a lot of information, man. Download the episode, listen to it a bunch of times. Um, but, you know, I try to keep it thorough, man. Non-resident aliens, man. Check these fools out out here tripping. But I'm going to go to the phone lines. Um, four two four two 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 five two five zero. You press one in your keypad if you got a question. Um, hold up. Let me check the switch port first. Okay, of course, of course. Um. I can't guarantee anything, y'all, with this, you know, with the switchboard. But, yo, 4056, 929-4056. Let's try the first one. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling Peace, from? my brother, Saldell. This is Sister Yvette. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, communities. My brother, I am so proud of you telling people about the foolishness that's going on out here. See, my brothers and sisters, all these different communities, they trying to get their sovereign citizenship. They trying to get denying anything. And, you know, these folks out here that's selling these documents, they're not telling them the full thing. Yeah, you want to go private. But the thing about it, are you willing to invest in being private? The thing about it is everybody wants to come off the map. These social securities, these birth certificates, these state IDs, they are the government's tracking numbers. And I keep telling you all this. They are the tracking numbers, so they track how much money they're making off of your little game. They're, you all need to understand. You all want to get your strong man on. You want to get your straw man on. You want to be this. You want to put your letters in all caps. Know the true meaning. Go and study, people. Don't want to go and spend all this money for these documents, these PDFs. 
you running all over the place getting all this information, and some of y'all going to end up in the brick wall. It makes no sense. Now, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, I'm going to tell you what happy y'all done did. What? You know, spend about three to maybe $1,000 to entertain folks. Then when you get up Thursday evening after 6, you all going to run out Black Friday. Okay, what you going to spend, about a thousand, two, three thousand dollars $3,000? Why don't you all invest in your private education? Why don't you book yourselves a consultation? See, tomorrow when I gather with my family, we're going to have our first family trust meeting because I already explained to everybody, I'm not going to be around forever. So y'all young folks, instead of y'all chasing the, the Joneses and the latest sads, I'm trying to tell y'all something. You all want to get properties. You want to get cars. See, when you got all of this stuff lined up properly, you come off the map. But you first have to line yourselves up properly to come off the map, come off the radar. See, you deceive in yourself when you go and spend all this money for stuff that's not even going to get you completely off the map. Because some of you are in denial. You want to come off the map, but you're still going to these public assistance programs. You're still going to these social programs to get assistance, to get help, to get housing, to get Social Security, to get disability. You're in denial, people. Set yourselves up properly, okay? Because either way, you still need all the documents you're trying to ditch to get the mortgages and to get the cars and everything else. You still need this stuff. Once you set yourself up really the right way, all of that falls into place. But again, good teaching, true teaching, truthful teaching, not filthy lucre. See, these dudes out here that are selling you short-term um, goals, they all smiling going to the bag. You the fools that's holding the empty bag. My brother, I thank you for the execution of the documents. I received them. Proper execution, proper formation, professional performance. That's the way how you do things. I appreciate you, my brother. Okay? The ancestors are proud of you. Kings, queens, self-examine. Self-examine. 2020 is coming in. Some of y'all going to be in for a rude awakening just now. Pull yourselves up. Let that Black Friday go and invest in your private education, kings and queens. That's what I'm doing with my family tomorrow. Family trust business. We're not celebrating Thanksgiving. My brother, be blessed, king. I will see you. Well, I'll speak with you in the private. All the trustees, I applaud you, and I'm proud of you. Continue your education. Don't go back. Peace, my brother. Peace, kings and queens. Woo, peace. Peace, sisters. I appreciate you. I always, I always appreciate your words. Yeah, 90 seconds. So we got about a minute and a half left in, left in the broadcast. Y'all got to call in, 424-222-5250. But you know what? I think I'm about to wrap this up because this – y'all know what's going on. I ain't even got to say it. This, this switchboard is 
being special. I can't. You just, okay. Nope. All right, let me try. Let me try this caller. I'm trying to hit refresh. You refresh the screen. I'm just being tolerant, y'all. We good, you know. Hey, I'm chilling. I'm just gonna we're gonna get this working. Let me get this working. Can't stop me. We ain't, we ain't having these difficulties tonight. We gonna call. We gonna take some calls. All right, one 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 Skype caller, Skype man, Skype woman, yeah, peace. Yeah. Peace, peace to the brother. So, how you going, Balance? On the check in, man. Been a minute, hey. man. How you Balance. been? Balance. You already peace, know. Man. I'm getting ready to call you shortly. I got your number back. I lost a lot of stuff, but I'm back on. So, be on the lookout. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, I got you, man. It's good to hear from you, man. Yeah. Balance, how you doing? I want to ask you, yeah, I'm doing. I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. But you know, had to take a care of some things, you know, that I relate to you. That you know, I keep it in the private. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to find out from you also about the, um, you know, the papers that you do on the trust side, right? The who? What's the what's the what's the what's the amount of documents that you give out when you when you give out the documents for the trust? When you officially get them, you know, done up and send off. Oh uh, yeah, just just yeah. call me after what's the show. The, let's the... talk. Let's talk about it. Okay, okay. All right, definitely. Yeah, you doing well so though? You all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting back on. You know, getting back on deck. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to send a shout out to all the listening families that you know, waking up to the trust or you know, been doing the trust. And been listening to the brother so, you know. So you got my message when I try to call you? Yeah. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I got it. I got it. And I'm definitely gonna meet you back. I just was, you know, kinda kinda hectic, you know. Coming out of a little situation. Yo, I'm gonna hit you up. So we're gonna build, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All Uh, right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. No doubt, no doubt. All right. So I say peace to the you. So, my good brethren, and uh, peace to the family that's listening there. And, you know, we all going to get through all this, you know what I'm saying? No matter what. Oh, yeah. Because every day is a new day, and, you know, got to study, 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 man. That's how you get better and better up in your cranium. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Stay fresh. Yeah, you man. Good, good to hear from you, family. I'll talk to you soon, man. No doubt. All right. Peace. No doubt. Peace. That's the brother Ballin. He been man. He been down for a while, man. That's my guy, guy right there. All right, two zero five zero three seven seven. This looks familiar. Yes, sir. You know, Ooh, you know it. Hey, you know. What's up, man? What's Come going on. down. Hey, hey, you know. They're reporting live, you know what I mean? I'm still on the block out here with it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on the job site, so, you know, I had to tune in. It's been a minute. It's been a while, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm back on the wave now. Yeah, back on the back on the wave now, you know, because I had, I got a new little establishment that I 
I've been, you know what I mean, putting in all I got, you know what I'm saying? I got me another little little spot, a little pad to work in, and, you know what I mean? So I've been maneuvering a little bit different. I've been actually just changing the level of my, my, my consciousness so things can outside can form around to it, you know what I mean, a little bit more better for me. So it is what it is. And I'm ready to branch out now to probably just trying to see what's up on my LE, on my LLC. You know what I'm saying? Willing to maneuver in, in a pathway like that now. You know what I mean? People need to recognize, even though you're working a nine to five, you still can do your thing on the side. You got to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, it's the only way. It's, it's really be true. I'm gonna be real with you. Out of all the studying so well now and all that we didn't did and, and no man, it's like this. I don't see no other way out. There is no other way out. You know. You know. You either conform to or con- or create. You know what I mean? Your own. And that's just really what that is. So, um, it is, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, it is what it I is. I think our folks, jobs, so. <clears throat> our jobs with this information, I'm just going to put it out there. Our job no- is to create, you know, sure. some sort of business, create some, so our children ain't got to apply to someone else's company, someone, some, some other family's companies for jobs and Fact. stuff like that. That'd be fair. We working on it. Is that what? Oh yeah, I'm out here. I'm out here with security. Yeah, my brother. They they listen. They tuning in too. Yeah, so. tuning in too. Yeah, he tuning in, bro. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Support, yes, sir. love and support always. All right, already. Right. Yeah, so, appreciate so. you. Everything, good everything time. been good over there with you. Yeah, you, you everything been good over there. You've been working it, man. Doing my dance. Okay. That's all I can yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I know you're doing your thing. I said, man, if, if ain't nobody else straight, we know so straight. Doing my dance. Doing my, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, I could always do, you know, be doing more. I could always be doing better. But True. I get up every day and do my dance, man. I don't care what else I'm doing. Then, and just like you said, even if you work a job, you do your own on the side every day. Even if you do ten minutes of work a day for your own business, man. After about a, you see a couple months, you're gonna be like, man, we got a lot yeah. of stuff done. Ten minutes a day, exactly. man. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, a, it's a few, put a little work in a day. You know what I mean? It, it, you know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised with level of progress to take place. But you gotta start yeah. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out here, man. I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna get ready to clock out, punch out in a minute. My man's gonna fix me up when I'm gonna get to the crib, bro. Fam, it's good talking to you, man. Thanks for calling in, man. Hit me up, yeah, man. Hey, your number's still, your number's still the same? Yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yup. Disappearing okay. homies reappear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, I just, just always keep me keep me in mind and I always be there, you know. It's like the power of thought, you know what I mean? Everything starts in thought, so. Yeah, I always be around, you know. You dig? I dig. Done, done, done. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'll let you too, man. In a minute, in a, in a minute, God. Peace. Peace to the God. Peace to everybody that lives as well. Peace, family. Uh, I feel like I just punked the switchboard. I probably shouldn't say that before I start acting up. Before I do though, two zero two one 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 seven. Appreciate you, Mellow man. You my guy, man. Love you. Two zero two one 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 seven. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, good evening. 
yeah. You in the okay. bathtub? I'm just playing. No. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I just wanted to ask a question. Go ahead. Um, it has to do with the trust. Okay. Now, with the trust, can you put, I know a trust you can put assets in the trust, but can you put other people's assets in the trust? If they if if with if they consent to it, yeah, you can't just take their stuff and throw it in the trust. That's fraudulent conveyance. But if they consent to it and you you know they either you, the trust buys it from them or somehow exchanges does some sort of exchange for the assets, the trust gives them something and then they give the assets to the trust and you substantiate that you know through a contract and through you know a resolution by the board of trustees and the minutes of the trust, yeah, bill of sale, yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. Because what I just wanted to know, because it was based upon the contract that I had that says that, you know, this, and, you know, this can, certain words can say that it can be go to a trust. As long as the contract says that, there shouldn't be no problem. Right. Right. Yep, as long as the contract says that, and then, you know, typically in the meeting of the Board of Trustees, the trustees or the board list you know, um, where their authority, where they derive their authority to do such a thing within the contract indenture. So you typically going to, you know, due to the authority vested in us due to, um, regarding your article 13, which states that, you know, and we have decided amongst ourselves that that also authorizes us to do such. And, um, you know, and as such be it resolved that, and then, you know, you make the move. Exactly. So, so your classes that you offer, you teach about how to do that, right? Is that what the classes consist of? Yep, we go through all that, you know, uh, proper minutes, proper substantiation, um, contracts, bill of sales, uh, proposals, uh, board resolution minutes, all that. Because that's necessary to, you know, not only substantiate the entity as well as to ward off, you know, um, um, potential piercings of the entity as a separate legal entity by, you know, the internal revenue service or creditors. But um, to me, most importantly, it shows a history of what you do. So your successors um, of your trust can see how you administer it. So it gives them a foundation of how they're going to do it. And I think that's the most important, but I know a lot of us are looking to show validity in the public as well as, you know, um, uh, uh, substantiate the validity of the entity in the public as well. So yeah, we we go through all that in training. Okay, and also this is the last question. Now, mm-hmm. being that the trust that holds that holds things of value. Now, as far as the LLC is the business that creates the the income for the trust. So you all teach teach that as well, right? How to set up the LLC to generate income because a trust has to have income going in, correct? Uh, not necessarily, depending on the purpose of the trust. I mean, some trusts are created just to hold assets and don't necessarily generate income. They're just, you know, just titled assets in the trust, and then that trust just holds the assets. So, you know, a business trust has to have a business purpose in order to, you know, but a business trust is treated separately than, a, you know, a, a, a trust 
when it comes to uh, business purposes, I know for sure on the federal level. Because I've read, I've read Supreme Court cases where they they treat business trusts separate from you know trusts. Okay. Yeah, because if it's if it's a business trust. And, and you have an LLC, it has to have income. But if it's like a family trust, it doesn't have to um, have an income like a business, right? That's what you're Depending on the contract indenture and how, how that is expressed, that could that could definitely be a possibility. Exactly, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't say. You're you speaking, you're referencing an indenture, it sounds like, and I haven't seen that indenture, so I don't want to mislead you, potentially. Yeah. But well, you know, depending on what it says in the indenture, that that could be very well true. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to do a class, so I'm going to send you a, another email. I'll send because you already heard your email address, and I'm going to tell you why what I'm interested in. Is okay. that okay? That's, All right. that's yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank uh, you so I much for taking the call. Oh, okay. you're welcome. Yeah. I appreciate you calling in and asking the questions. Thank you. Have a good Have a great okay, evening. Thank Enjoy. you. Thank you. Thank you as well. All right, enjoy yourself. All right, y'all. How y'all, you know. Those are some great questions. The sister has some great questions. Man, I love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I rarely get people calling in talking crazy. You know, um, I rarely get people calling in, you know, asking really, really rudimentary questions. Y'all got really sophisticated questions or commentary. I really appreciate y'all, man. I really do. And with that being said, I'm out. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great week. I, I trust that you learned something with regards to non-resident aliens. And, you know, if you have a rebuttal, if I'm wrong, if I'm tripping, if I'm, I'm absolutely ridiculous and I don't know what I'm talking about, let me know. Bring me up to speed. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Tune into the next show. Press one on your keypad, say, so you tripping, and here's why, and I'm going to listen to you. You know, um, I'm always willing to learn. I'm always learning, and, you know, my stuff always works sometimes, not all the time. But I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm standing on some real solid ground with this. And, you know, I trust that y'all, you know, check it out. Don't take my word for it because I could be certifiably insane. I could be crazy. Y'all don't know. I could be crazy. I could be sitting here in my boxers. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not sitting in my boxers. <laughs> but for real, though, you know, don't take my word for it, man. Y'all do do your research, you know, flex your mental muscle. Do your own dance. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I'll catch y'all somewhere. Hopefully, we can do business together. That's the whole point. But I appreciate y'all. I trust that, you know, y'all got something from the show. I trust y'all have a great week. You know, if you celebrate the holidays, you enjoy them. If you're going to be with family, enjoy the family. Be careful when you're traveling because these people out here are crazy. They will crash into you and then try to get out and talk to you about how you you messed up. So, you know, these people are crazy. And I care about y'all. I want y'all to be safe. I want y'all to enjoy your family. Enjoy the food. Enjoy yourself. Have a great week. I'll catch you here next Wednesday on the Foundation. I appreciate y'all. love y'all, man. Take care of yourself in a minute. Until next time, peace to the God. High Frequency Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.